ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. The boomers don't like them. The millennials, you know, the Generation Xers don't like them. Like, they've alienated. They're too sensitive, dude. But that's, I don't, I, don't, I feel like I can't take. Millennials or Gen yeah. Z? No, millennials. Well, Gen Z is like, Gen Z is like, somebody cut me off in traffic today and I'm traumatized. Like, it's, a whole, <laughs> but it's you know, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, my God. We it's do too much to of a topic. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's big, way that's much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Adventures. Adventures in Dadland, episode 41. Is that 42. Right? Hey, it's the this is the, this is the, you know, the goal, the goal number, the benchmark. The, what did we talk about a couple episodes back where it was like when we reach 42, it's like the. I don't remember. It's the thing. You know how All people right. celebrate at 50? We celebrated 42. I believe you. I That's don't what happens in Adventures in Dadland. All right. I support it, dude. Uh, my name is Colfax. This is uh, Gerbil. Oh, What's I just up? introduced you. I didn't even let you say hi. Uh, yeah, episode 42. Hopefully things are happy and everybody's good. Dude, I'm back on my computer. Let me just, for a second, my video card exploded last week. It's crazy. That's it so crazy. really upsetting, dude. It was really <laughs> upsetting. Luckily, the people at Micro Center, unsponsored shout out, like it was under warranty and they were like, well, it could be three or four days. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And then uh -huh. like one day later they texted me and they're like, yo, good news, bad news. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, bad news. Your video card blew up. And I was like, that sucks. And they're like, yeah, good news. We had another one in stock. So it's fixed. And I was like, hell yeah, dog. Let's we'll go. Take that. Dude, your, your relationship with the micro center is so tumultuous. Like it's amazing. Well, sometimes it's really good. And sometimes it's really bad. It's almost worth the whole conversation. Like, it depends on, listen, the prices are okay. It depends on who you get, though. Like, you can get a person that's going to, like, help you get what you need. It's going to be awesome. Or you can get somebody that's going to look down on you. This is true. Like the I last think this time is I'll true in, in any kind of computer situation, honestly, with any store. I don't think there's a store. Like, Best Buy has the same problem. Yeah. Well, dude, here's a, a little computer tip for you, maybe somebody um i asked him I, the, the repair guy and again they looked down on me but it ended up okay anyway like i was like hey if i wanted to put multiple monitors on my computer you gotta it's gotta have the ability to do that right mm -hmm. like my my crappy work laptop's got a second monitor on it like god yeah, forbid this new, the computer doesn't have it and i was like but there's only one hdmi port in the back of it and he's like yeah man that's because you need display ports and i was like what and he goes you don't use display ports and i was like no apparently not so 
There's three display ports, which looks like an HDMI cable, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And then there's one HDMI cable. And I was like, oh, so I hooked the display port up and it's working great. And now I can hook a separate monitor up. But I didn't know. And he did look at me like I was a fool for not knowing what a display port cable was. So here's my question to you as the knowledgeable person that went and talked to these these guys yeah. is the HDMI cable plug that came with your computer. I mean, is that literally just so that you can plug to your TV? No, I mean, I ran my monitor through it for a long time. I found today a display cable and now it's running on that. So I could run, uh, I don't think the other monitor I'm going to use has a display port cable. I don't know, dude. It's all over the place, bro. God damn it, man. It's too much. PCs have too many things. Computers Um, have too many things. Like honestly, like when you start digging in on stuff, when you start building one and talking to people who do it, like everybody has that friend. You know, everybody has that friend that you call and you're like, you know something about computers. And they're all like, yeah, I can turn it on. And you're like, which which one of these easy 42 C's should I get for my uh, RAM? <laughs> it's a lot, dude. It's a lot. It's a lot. You're my computer friend like that. And it doesn't work out great for us all the time. But we've gotten along so far. Hey, speaking of computers, we've got a really rich episode today. Yeah, dude, that, uh, I mean, that's, start, that's how it is, dude. It's so, glittering in gold. Let's start by talking about our friend, the game Rust, mm-hmm. which we're still obsessed by. But we'll start this off. So this Lunar New Year that started apparently this month, I don't know. And for it, they had a bunch of like in-game purchases for Lunar New Year, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like this bull mask. It's like a stone bull head with like, earrings well it's like year of the bull isn't it like that's is it chinese new year yeah it is chinese new year but it has like a bull mask and it's really i mean the bull mask looks really scary uh yeah i like it anyway i mean not only does it look scary but like it it has this like weird i what i like about it is like the little subtle thing about it is that it is just on your front of your character's face and then it has like this like I don't know, tie that goes around your, your head. It it looks brutal, dude. It does, dude. Like if that was a real person coming up to me wearing that thing, I'd be pretty nervous. All right. Um, I got lost because getting a more email from work. I got something, I got a thread going on while we're working. This is our lunch hour. So I wanted to buy the bullhead because it puts fear into other players, right? But it's an in-game purchase. Like to get the ability to craft yourself the bull face, it's like five bucks. And in-game, like you mean real outside of the game money poured into this game then turns into something. Yes, I would spend five dollars in real money for the ability <laughs> to make a virtual bullhead that my character would wear in the game and I could strike fear into the heart. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about spending real money into in-game purchases? Like so, in non-tangible items, I guess is what I'm trying to go with. Like spending real money to buy something virtual. So there's two levels of buying things digitally that I go through in my own head. Okay. And we'll probably talk about this a little bit later, but like I look at something as if I purchase this mm-hmm. And then did I get enough use out of it to make it, you know, to justify it? Now, my own level for me is much harder to clear than the things I buy for our kids, right? Because that's that's the distinction that we're going to be going in a second. But like, I would 
by that because I've spent in game like real money and in game purchases, but I do it very infrequently for one. And then for two, like it needs to really work for me. Like I need to be using that all the time. Example, we just bought Rust maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. I still don't think the full justified price of Rust has passed my bar of level acceptance. So if I added more money to it, then that would just extend that time. See, then we'll get into you being cheap in just a second. (laughs) Like, so when we played Sea of Thieves or other game that we like, like you bought a monkey for real money. I I did. I put $5 on the line on that. And And you'll know know that it's the only one that I bought. So it's the only $5 that I put in. And it has already surpassed its usage and and enjoyment factor that those $5 were well spent. Now, what's really funny about this for me, what's really funny is that I will drop at the hat, spend $5 or more on a coffee that I drink in two seconds and then toss the thing in the trash, justified. Digital monkey, I need that thing running for three months solid for me to be like, this was worth it. See, it's a weird way of looking at it. For me, I just... (laughs) I'm going to buy, like, I was going to buy the bullhead before my computer blew up. I was, like, in the, in the queue to buy it. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. And yeah. then my computer exploded, and I was like, holy hell. <laughs> There's a, a thing, and we'll get into this. So what this leads to is that, you know, somebody on this podcast feels like they've become more of a thrifty shopper as they get up there in years than they were in the past. And that person's name is Gerbil. It's true. So there's justifications with games, particularly computer games, right? Here's the way I look at the computer games. And this is the bar that you alluded to a second ago. Like how much enjoyment are you going to get out of it? So we like, we look at rust. I think I bought it on steam sale for like 30 bucks. Right. Yeah. And I'm yeah, going to yeah. buy like the $5 mask head. Mm-hmm. So it's like 35, but I'm not going to look at it as a $35 investment because I think I've spent how many hours in rust? You know, I could look really quick and see how many hours in rust. I will. When you start talking, like we'll look yeah. and see how long I spent in rust. But I think that's a weird way to look at it. Like time versus enjoyment. Like I like playing rust and I played a lot. And for me, like it's there. I mean, I'm going to keep playing it. Like it was worth the money spent. I, I, I mean, I spent more than one night in it. So it's good for me. Go ahead. I think that I have ruined myself on games in particular. Like games are really one of the only things that I do that with. I did that with my computer. I When I bought my computer like 10 years ago, I was like, I need to get $1,000 worth of fun out of this thing. Yeah. And it's 10 years old, so I've obviously passed that bar. Yeah. But once you get into it, and you understand this because you're going through it now with, with the video games on the computer... Yeah. All of a sudden there's video games everywhere and they're all sorts of different prices. So like you can lose yourself in buying games. So the platform in which we bought Rust is called Steam and Steam has these sales. And when you get into the sale version of like all the games that are available, you start buying stuff for like a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, you know, 17, 20, whatever. And they're worth something else. And so that's kind of like you spend a whole bunch of different money on games. And then all of a sudden you find out that you bought too many to actually play. See, now I think this is honestly like when we've had this conversation before. uh, I think this is what's throwing you up about the video games. Can I just armchair psychology? Incidentally, I'm in in the chair. I'm ready. Let's go. Incidentally, I have 109 hours locked in the rust. (laughs) 
Worth okay. it? Is that the worth it time? Yeah. No, see, I don't look at it that way though. Here's the thing, dude. <laughs> I'm going to armchair psycho. I'm going to open this Pandora's box a little more for you. So when I first started to play on steam, you told me you were like, I went through this thing where I bought like a ton of things on steam sale. And I have all these games that are in my library that I've never played or like played once and never touched. Yeah, I warned you because also the thing is, is if you bought a game, I may not how, know how good it is. Here's the thing, dude. I think you have some weird residual guilt because you bought all of those games and you haven't really played them all. Mm. Because there's no way. I just I can't tell how much you played total, but it says recently you've played 30 hours in Rust. Mm-hmm. You have to have more than that. If I had 109 hours, you've got to have more than 30. But I don't know that. I can't I can't see it from I'm trying to podcast and not look into the Steam Friends <laughs> thing right now. <laughs> For me, you know, that's worth do 30 hours, you know, like you spend, what is that? A dollar an hour. Yeah. That's worth dude. That's worth. I mean, you can't set the bar any higher than that. I mean, think about, I went to a fast food restaurant for the four of us, not the four of us, but the family. And I think we spent that much on like a crappy Chick-fil-A lunch or something. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like that, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like some of these things. So to get a little bit of both of our topics here, as I get older, I start, I'm, I'm starting to be cheaper, but also yeah. like my, my scales, my scales of like worth it for what I spend on myself. I think it's myself, honestly. And if I go further back in time, it was when I was a kid, I was one of those kids that if I was going to do something, I needed all the stuff to do it right. Sure. Right. Like, so example, when I played ice hockey as a kid, I asked for all of the things, like I had Bauer skates, I had, you know, like the Bauer hockey stick. I had all of the stuff mm-hmm. before I was even like any good. Like I could skate, I could use like the stuff and I played hockey for a couple of years. So I'm sure it was worth it. But as I kind of came out of childhood, I realized that maybe I should try something before I like it or like buy in on it because like there were all sorts of other things that my parents bought for me that I didn't use because I didn't actually like what the, you know, the actual thing that they bought the stuff for was for. And so I started doing the opposite where I wouldn't buy anything until I was sure I kind of liked it. And then it became this weird obsession with like, well, now I'm already doing it without this. Do I need it? let me justify it by like how, how much it is. And then how much more I'll use this as I go forward. So it's it's kind of built into this. It's deeper than I thought maybe it was guilt because you bought a bunch of games off of steam sales and never played them. Mm. But really, I think this goes back to you having your parents buy you a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. that you never utilized it. And it's like an overwhelming guilt about that comes from our armchair psychologist and you want to know here's here's all bring it back to kids you'll love this part so i think about this with my kids so like i try to i i want them on some level up to a point to be spoiled like obviously i want to get them things that they want that they'll use that they'll enjoy that they'll whatever but i'm noticing now that i'm starting to like put a barrier on what i buy when i buy it for them when it's you know when it's my choice because it is your choice, incidentally. It's always your choice. Going back to a couple episodes about the alpha, it's always your choice of what you buy for your kids. When it's my choice to buy for my kids, when it's me, not necessarily yes. like between my wife and I. Oh, that's okay, the that's okay, the okay. Because okay, okay, there's the a real boss here, <laughs> and that's not you. Okay, that's, that's not me. That's fair. But when it's my choice, I will I will like weigh the consequences. Like, is this too early to buy? Perfect example. 
my son was doing ice skating and we got him into a class and I didn't buy him skates. I was thinking about it because with like in that case, if you have your own skates, they work much better. You'll want to do it more often if you love it and you'll, you know, you'll use them. Yeah. I mean, he's five, so he's not going to be the one, cho- you know, choosing to use the skates or whatever. But he will but, choose to go ice skating or not. And that's an important distinction. Like you're giving him what he wants. Also, skates are like $80. So like, you know, is it worth it when you get free skates that they can use to see if they like it? Yeah, you do that. Here's the thing. I, I have this thing because my daughter took ice skating too and it sucked. But that's a, another story <laughs> for another time. Um I have rules with my kids as far as spending goes. One, if they enroll in something, they have to see it through. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in the soccer episode a couple of things ago. Like if my daughter wanted to take piano lessons and I was down, you should learn music. But if you sign up for piano lessons and they run six months, then you have to take six months of piano. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. You have to see it through. That's what it is. Um, I have found that I have been like, I, there's a thing cause you always want to give your kids more than your parents gave you. And we've touched upon that a couple of times, but that's not always a monetary thing. You know what I mean? And with right. my kids, so mine are a little older. I'm trying to be a little more savvy so they don't get too spoiled. Like they never want, you know what I mean? But I don't, mm-hmm. you know, they never want for what they need. Here's a great example. So with the computer, my son likes playing the game Overwatch on the Xbox. And he was telling me, he was like, well, the pros, because he watches esports. Again, could be another episode. We should put this in the notes. He was like, all the pro Overwatch guys play on PC, so we should download it on PC. And I was like, we can. Here's the thing. Your room sucks right now. Like it's really <laughs> dirty and it's really crazy. I told him because I wouldn't mind playing some Overwatch. I said, if you clean your room and get it done, get all your laundry fixed up, get all your school clothes hanging, like let's get a road, wear the old uniform shirts that don't fit you anymore, then I'll buy Overwatch for the PC. And you know what he did? He didn't do anything with his room. So you know what we don't have? We don't have Overwatch, Overwatch and it's fine. <laughs> so that's what I started to set up with him. I'm like, like, dude, they wrecked an iPad plug. Like, cause they bend it in weird ways and it gets all twisted up and Apple makes the products that only last a certain amount of time and you have to replace them. So my daughter's like the iPad plugs is terrible because it doesn't charge. You have to hold it at an angle. And I was like, well, you spent all that time like in your bed at like a 63 degree angle with the iPad. It's kind of on, on the cord. Kind of on you. <laughs> and I was like, I'll tell you what, if you clean up your room and get all your school clothes together, then I'll run to target and get us a iPad plug. Guess what? We still haven't gotten. An iPad plug. Dude, cleaning your room is like the devil's playground. It's hard to get kids to do that. Well, they're not going to get anything. So I get it. Let me bring this back because I'm really interested in in the worth in you. Because you've noticed, like, you don't mind spending on your kids. We've talked about it. But for you, it's hard. And I think maybe... I have a hard time with that too. My wife is pretty much open about stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like when I was trying to make that mic work that didn't work and I was mm-hmm. like, this sucks. And she was like, look, you're podcasting with gerbil award winning future award winning adventures in Dadland." you know, like you're yeah. trying to stream on Twitch, like go buy a mic. It's fine. But I had a hard time with it. I was like, I don't know if we could do other things with this. And I think it's a dad thing for a while. You're like, I'm not going to spend it on myself. I'm going to spend it on the kids or I'm going to mm-hmm. spend it on something else. And I think that's part of it. But I think also, I mean, we work, I work, you work more than I do. And I work a goddamn lot, man. Like, we work <laughs> a lot, bro. We do. We do. So if you want to spend 30 bucks on a game that we're going to spend hundreds of hours in, I don't think there's ever, 
a quantification of that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we do it and we run. I mean, you disagree. I can see. Where is that line where the video game, for example, since we're talking about it, becomes worth? Like, when are you going to look at that and say that was worth the purchase? I think maybe it's a time, like not a time playing, but like a time having it, talking about it, researching about it, doing stuff in it thing. Because here's the other thing is that I love spending money. Dude, I if you give me money, I will spend it. It doesn't matter how much it is. If you think it's an unspendable amount, I would spend that money. So that's the thing. Like I have this deep down and I know it. So almost, I wonder if this is another direction it goes where it's like, I try to make these barriers for myself to like spend like bigger, bigger expenses, you know, I'll take a longer time. I mean, how long did it take me to buy? We had been talking about getting it forever. And then you got it when you got your new computer. And then it took me a little while and then I got it. And then remember we were texting back and forth and I was like, it's in the queue because I got it past, you know, what, what I forget what I said or texted, but like, it takes me a long time to then buy things for myself for that reason. And then also I think I do it because I can easily go on and then buy. I mean, there's a hundred other games that I would want to buy, but would I play them? And then this is where I start, like my brain starts working. Like would I spend time on them? If I spend time doing that, am I spending time away from the kids, from my wife, from, you know, things that I need to be doing like work? Like, am I going to try to sneak away during work when I'm, you know, work hours and try to get it done? Neither one of us incidentally would ever sneak away during work hours to play some rust. Speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> There's no way I would ever be forced into like a corporate training class <laughs> with my laptop and I would be hanging out on the computer farming iron in rust. There's zero chance that would happen. Never caught, never caught dead doing that. Mm. I, I don't know, dude. Like I, I wonder if it's for my own, like I've put up these barriers for my own safety because I could. Um, there was a time... So I played a ton of Gears, Gears Gears of War. Mm-hmm. I jumped in on the Gears 2. And dude, at that time, I was working uh, as a promotions assistant at the radio station. So I, my hours were all wonky. I never really saw you know my wife at the time. Um, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, actually. So I never saw my girlfriend because she was working a nine to five. And then like I'd be driving down to DTC at like four to do something until 2 a.m. Right. So our schedules were always off. And so I was just like, you know, in the apartment playing gears for 10 hours in the day, you know, wasting my life and also having the best time ever. Again, it was one of those things where it was like, I bought that game and then I played so much gears. I didn't jump around from a lot of different games. So I didn't buy, like, I don't have this habit of like buying lots of things until I got a computer. And then when I got the computer, it was like, buy, 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 buy. Cause it was like, oh, this is $2 here, $7 there, $5 here, 20 bucks there. Dude, you end up spending a ton of money on games. And then again, I, I do have that guilt. Like there are games, there's so many games on my computer that I just haven't even touched. Like I haven't even opened most of them. You know, a lot of it has to do with time. I empathize with that time thing. I feel but guilty about that too. Like when I'm doing things that don't involve the family, I'm like, am I spending enough time with my kids? But I spent, dude, I spend a ton of time with my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. And I spend a ton of time with my wife. It's all about forming a balance. I feel like you shouldn't feel guilty. I'm going to buy, as soon as this podcast is done, I'm going to buy the bullhead and we're going to rock it dude that'd be and awesome it's going to be great mm-hmm. here's the thing with the, the digital purchasing that i think is weird 
uh, it's not regretful now because I'm going to make you one. And then we're both going to have bullheads and we're going to run around <laughs> and we're going to terrorize people with bullheads on. But like six months from now, when we have a different game we're playing, I'm going to look back and be like, remember when I bought that bullhead? Like, that was stupid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I look back on things. and I'm like, why did I buy that? That's dumb. But so, for instance, I was playing a lot of Warzone, mm-hmm. Call of Duty Warzone, and they have a shop in there and you could buy this bear skin outfit it was like a bear rug oh you you have that on his head yeah and he's like he looks like a hunter and he wears like a bear and i was like holy crap i was with my friend nate and i was like dude look at the bear outfit and he's like i already bought it and i was like me too (laughs) so then we were like bear people running around it was like 15 bucks i think dude Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know and I played it like, I don't know. I don't even play it anymore. And now I open it and I'm like, that bearskin is stupid. But I, it's not about that. I think if we were buying Ferraris and throwing them away, I think it'd be different. You know what I mean? Like, I think I spend so much time playing video games. If I want to buy a bullhead or a bearskin or a box, something, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's part of the the jam. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it's, it's. It's part of the process. It sounds dumb to say it out loud, but having like a gong, <laughs> a Chinese gong that we can put in the base that we can hit to make a gong sound would bring me great joy. It would be a dollar ninety nine worth of joy. I'm not sure, but like, would it be joyful for me? Yeah. Here's I, we talked about this, the whole concept of like, and I just used it. Like I bought fast food. And it was as much as a game. Mm. So why not spend as, um, that money on a game when I spent as much money as I did on fast food, which I think is an okay justification. You know what I mean? Like, should I buy this game? It would be the same as if we went to McDonald's this afternoon. Here's the flaw in that logic, though. Like, I don't go to McDonald's three times a day every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's apples and oranges, kind of. But uh, on the same thing, I also don't buy a new game every day. If I went down either of those paths, like if I was eating every meal out, mm-hmm. or every time I turned on my Xbox computer, I bought a new game, there's a huge problem there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think there's not, it's, that's gas all the way, but it's, it, it doesn't work. Like, I go get a cup of coffee. And it's five bucks and it was delicious. And, you know, maybe I hung out with you in the non-COVID times inside the the, the, the the coffee place inside the store. And it was worth the five bucks, dude. I don't look at it and say, man, I wasted five bucks on coffee. You, I feel like I can't go down that route because it'll make me crazy. That's why here, we have jobs. Here, here's the thing. Okay. So, well, I'll jump in and talk about how cheap I am in just a minute. Let's take, let's take 30 seconds on a quick break. We'll be right back in Adventures in Deadland. Ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, You Break I Fix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit YouBreakIFix.com forward 
forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own U-Break iFix. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. We made some money so that you could buy coffee. Dude, I need to because here's the thing is I feel guilty as hell buying coffee out in the world. Like, dude, do you know how much it costs to make coffee? Like can't pennies. Look at it like that though. Dude, I'm so cheap. I'm starting That's to look a, at things like that. Dude, I'm a penny pincher. And here's, here's how the, I look at it, dude. I look at it like it's painful for me to buy coffee or a specialty brew or something even from a really great place where the coffee is going to be amazing. There's a couple of really awesome local places here in Denver that I used to love going to. And it would, it was, it was, it was still one of those things I would walk up and I'd be so angry that I was about to spend five, $6 on coffee that I drink really fast. And then I'm going to want another one. Like, that's why, like, you know, we have this specialty coffee right now. That's actually so much caffeine that I only need one, but I still have like this, urge to want something warm that I'm bringing up to my face on a regular basis through the day. Like I will straight up drink a whole, uh, brew of coffee, like a whole pot of coffee, mainly for the feeling of it, not necessarily for the caffeine, but we usually buy really cheap coffee when we're doing the, you know, the like brew it ourselves in the, in the coffee pot. But man, like I feel so bad spending $6 on coffee. Like I hate it. And I love it at yeah, the same time because but you're not going to, you're not going to import like rare beans and have somebody that brews like your weird specialty coffee for you. you That's, what, you're though? paying for the service though. You know what though? I actually had an idea. You, we, we've kind of stepped away from coming up with really awesome million dollar ideas. Okay. I don't, I almost don't even want to say this because I'm looking into how to make this a reality. Dude, what if you had coffee and tea bags? I don't know if it works like that. Does single, it? single brew coffee in a tea bag. Why do you need a whole pot of coffee as a single person? I have one of those uh, uh, Keurig machines. Yeah, and I actually just had like a whole bunch of uh, coffee delivered to me because I'm a big pimp. But I have like a bunch <laughs> of arabica beans from one of my clients that sent me like a whole like case. I do you have one of those Keurig machines. I do. Yeah, I got. Okay. I got a Keurig. Okay, that was my specialty. Gonna... That was my specialty. Because, dude, when you break that cost down, it's less than a dollar a cup. See, you're min-maxing yourself. I'm going to give you one of these boxes. <laughs> I have a whole, like, literally a shelf. I wait, I'm not going to move my screen so you can see it. But um, it is what it is, man. For me, going out to coffee is because you enjoy the barista and they use, like, beans that I wouldn't have at home. You know what I mean? Like, So have you heard of – I for, oh, now I've forgotten what it's actually called, but – um. You know, one of our one of the people that we knew from our past uh, introduced me to this thing that Starbucks will do, where it's like a combination of a pour over and like a Keurig, and you have to go to a specific type of Starbucks that has it. Mm -hmm. And when they make it, they have to make it fresh right there. Like they 
they do, they have a whole separate machine for it that kind of like cakes it into a thing. It almost, it sounds like an espresso, but it's like an espresso mixed with a Keurig mixed with an espresso where like it spins and stuff. Dude, that thing is like a $7 cup of coffee. But I tell you what, man, like that is an experience and a half to drink that stuff. Like, See, and you enjoy up. it. And at the end of the day, this is the way I look at it, man. I mean, if you're doing frivolous and everybody should budget on some level as an adult, it's a responsible thing to do. But on some level, that's why you have a job. True. true. You have a job so that if you want a $6 cup of coffee, you can go get a $6 cup of coffee. There's a lot of people in the world that cannot have $6 cups of coffee. And it's because they don't have jobs. And that's a really big philosophical conversation. We can go down like they don't have jobs because of COVID or because they're lazy or because mm-hmm. they're under. I mean, there's a lot of problems with that. I'm not trying yeah. to judge. Yeah. I'm saying you work 60 hours a week. So if you want to stop and get a $6 coffee, bro, you should be able to do it guilt free. Just don't do it three times a day. Like if you came to me and you were like, yo, I'm spending like $27 a day on coffee, then it's a problem. But if you stop by and have like some fancy spancy like rainbow coffee that you have made special by Starbucks, I think you should, man. Mm. I think you need you need to do it. This kind of brings me back to um like how I want to do it for my kids. Mm-hmm. I want them, you know, obviously we want the best for them. We want to give them everything that they want. We also want them to understand not to be, you know, bratty about it and spoiled, even though we want them to be spoiled. I mean, that's how I don't want to talk for you. That's how I feel. Like I, I want them at some level to be spoiled, but then for them to not be spoiled. And that is a hard balance, man. I feel like I tip, I tiptoe into both ends a little too aggressively sometimes. Well, and that dude, it, I hate to tell you this, but it just becomes more and more complicated as they get older mm-hmm. because their wants and desires become different. Mm-hmm. and their expenses. So my daughter is an artist. Uh, she likes to do things and she likes to draw. And a couple of years ago, she had like really good grades. She had straight A's, in fact. And I took her to uh, Miningers, the place on Broadway. Oh, yeah. They are, it's a place that's next to, it's next to Wizard's Chest. And I was like, let's go. And she was like, what? And she bought these like, I don't know what they were, dude, like special Japanese markers that had like layers or whatever. And that became our thing. Every time she had a good report card, I would take her down to Miningers and we would get something. You know what I mean? And then she wanted these markers called, I want to say COVID, but that's not right. Copic is what they're called. Mm. Apparently on YouTube, you can use them for blending and stuff. And these are actual imported from Japan, like secret artist <laughs> markers. It sounds and, so official, dude. And they're like four bucks a pop. A marker? Four, four bucks a marker. And they're refillable with ink and all this type of stuff. Whoa. And I was like, I was like, yo, that's too much for a little person. <laughs> and, I, and she was like, but this is how it goes. So you know what? We worked out a thing. I was like, it's a combination of grades and you earning your own money with chores and she did like she earned money and she bought her own Copics and I didn't judge her. I'm like, you know, you, you're spending $4 a marker on these insane, but I mean, it made her happy. So I tried it. And that's as they get older and they're once they turn from wanting like a, 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 an egg to like wanting like a video game or like $4 markers. Or, I mean, my daughter is approaching teenagers. So God knows what she's going to be wanting anytime, you know, like soon. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm trying to set up an infrastructure for them to earn I don't want them not, I don't want them to want, but I want them to 
value what I give them because if I just give it to them, then they're not going to value it and they're going to be spoiled brats. This is true. This is so true. This also brings up the thing that I forgot to talk about, which is my level of enjoyment for my kids is so much lower than, than myself when I buy them something. Example, I bought my kids these, I don't know, like five, $6 things. Oh, we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. The, uh, that's why I eggs. See, I transitioned. Do you didn't even see it? I, I didn't even see no, it you coming. Didn't, you man. didn't know. That was like a, that was like a truck just leveling. I'm a right sheep now. herder, dude. Go, go it's into so the great. gate. So you so, bought your kids, these Preston eggs. They were, they were, they were not Preston but, eggs. They were Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan's world eggs. Okay. And I found out. I found out after we bought them how expensive they were because I was like, man, this was a this was a hefty target run. <laughs> that's when yeah. that's when my wife was like, You're becoming really cheap, John. <laughs> oh, see, that's interesting to me too that you you brought that up. That you're so your wife isn't isn't the the driver on this cheap thing. This is coming from you, right? This is me. This is totally me out of left field kind of a thing. And so I found out how expensive these eggs are. And I I mean, I like clenched my chest because they're so expensive. They're $10 for like these eggs oh that God. have, dude, they're $10. They have three things in them. They have slime, which by the way, does not come out of carpets or clothes. Nope. Slime's the dance I crushed. Dude, it is. Slime and glitter. That is truly the devil's playground is slime. Yeah, yeah. Like whoever so, created that was the devil. So, um, so the $10 plastic, egg has slime? A plastic figurine that cannot cost more than two cents to make. Okay. And a, sti- a sticker, one sticker, $10. Hey, you bought it for the brand because it's the Ryan egg, oh, dude. God. Did I buy it for the brand? Yeah, you did. Two of them. So 20 bucks. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's half, that's more than half of what Rust was, right? And I have this long six month or longer version of like, it needs to bring me that much happiness and joy. Yeah, I and you bought your kids kid. play. I saw the kids play with it at the kitchen table. For less than 10 minutes. And I thought, man, what a great purchase that was. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think you need to reevaluate a little bit, dude. Um, listen, I am I was really bad about that too when my kids were that young, though, because they were into things and I would buy them stuff like that. And it just cost was no object. And I'm like, it's fine, dude. Like, we'll just mm-hmm. buy this. It's gonna be good. But um I try and be a little more savvy with what I buy my kids now. Like, are they mm. going to spend more time with it? Like, I don't, I try not to buy them. Th- it's a weird thing with my son. Like, what do we buy him? Like, cause he's really into video games, he's into Minecraft and all this type of stuff. Do I want to buy him video games? Not really. Cause I don't want to spend all the time on the computer, mm-hmm. but also I don't want to buy him $20 Ryan eggs. Bro, I don't want to buy. I don't. I don't want to buy. Buy. So that's something that I think it'll just change as they get older, dude. Because like I said, like my daughter is looking at things that are not twenty dollars anymore. So I, it's it's more it's heavier now for my kids because their tastes are more expensive at this mm-hmm. point. So I got to be careful. I got to be a little more savvy with what we do with them. There was two things I was going to say from that. Is one part of the reason why I was like, you know, clenching. Like I puckered up so fast once I heard how much we spent on those is when I was a kid, (laughs) I had $5 in my pocket and I went Mm -hmm. down to the street to the gas station and you don't know how much candy I could buy with that. I mean, I made that $5 last forever because I could get so much candy. Um, 
And the fact that like we would spend ten dollars on slime and a plastic figurine just broke my heart. You know what I mean? Well, time changes though, dude. You're it's, an old man. Five dollars went I'm a long way. Dude, I'm getting to that point where it's like we had nickels when we were younger. <laughs> yeah, you're there. It's interesting too that you're that you mentioned that your wife called you out for being cheap because I my wife called me out for maybe going being too easy with my daughter. Mm. I kind of had the other way. I was all like, yeah, you want to buy like this? It's fine. I got you. Yeah. And that she didn't call me out. My wife, you know, she's cool, but uh, I felt the other pressure where she, you know, I was like, man, we need to really rein this in. And she's like, yeah, dog, like, let's go with that. You know, <laughs> I think it's a, it's a balanced thing, man. I think you should loosen up on yourself a little bit. Here's my advice. And I can take it myself. And this comes from your podcast co-host, but also your video game partner. You should be easier on yourself about video games. Mm-hmm. And you should not buy Ryan stuff because we don't support the YouTuber kids that yell things. I know. It hurt. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> so that's it. You know, maybe we should come up with merch. We could sell eggs with things in it for $10 a pop. That'll be their next great idea to get out there. Adventures in Dadland branded eggs for children. Dude, I love that actually. I would buy it. See, I would spend ten dollars on it. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us. It, it costs nothing. You can follow the podcast. It's a uh, German Sausage King LLC on Twitter and TikTok. I am on all the things at uh, at Hey Colfax, and I'm on at Gerbil G three R B I L underscore in real life on Instagram. You can find me there. Yeah, I think so. Next time we're going to talk about boys, B-O-I-S, and uh, other things. It's Adventures in Deadland. We'll see you later. Bye. Hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.